By their example, they led the world back to the light from shattered Europe and other countries, near and far. The descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob made their way home. Their, their pilgrimage was the culmination of a 2,000-year-old dream. It is a tribute to the unquenchable human aspiration for freedom and a testament to the indomitable spirit of the Jewish people. And I know, by the way, because I have the bruises to show for it, that whether it is at the United Nations or any other international forum, the easiest thing to do is simply to just get along and go along with this anti-Israeli rhetoric, to pretend it is just about being even-handed and to excuse oneself with the label of honest broker. There are, after all, a lot more votes, a lot more, in being anti-Israeli than in taking a stand. But as long as I am Prime Minister, whether it is at the United Nations, the Francophonie, or anywhere else, Canada will take that stand, whatever the cost. A land of ingenuity and enterprise, an oasis of agricultural genius, a wellspring of fine art and high culture, a model of democracy, Israel truly is the miracle in the desert. Welcome to another edition of The Bible in the News. In an article this week in the Maclean's magazine, they ran an article titled, Israel's Best Friend, Stephen Harper. For this reason, the JNF, the Jewish National Fund, is building a world-class bird sanctuary in the Hula Valley and naming it after Stephen Harper. And this week here in Toronto, the JNF put on a gala dinner to honor Stephen Harper. And the following are excerpts from a promotional video and words from the Jew uh, Jewish Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. The enhanced Hula Valley bird sanctuary will attract visitors to Israel from around the globe. Because it is such a significant ecological and environmental project, it is a fitting tribute to one of the great statesmen of our time. This is most definitely the right project for such a high-statured honoree. Uh, I mean, this place is going to be off the charts. This is the first time in our 112-year history that we have honored a sitting prime minister in this way. Once it's completed, the Stephen Harper Center in Hula Valley will stand as a symbol of the profound friendship that exists between Canada and Israel. But it will also be there to be a testament to the deep respect and affection that our community feels towards our Prime Minister, Stephen Harper. I salute you, Stephen, not only as a personal friend and not only as a great friend of the State of Israel and the Jewish people, but as a great leader. Thank you, Stephen. In the Maclean's article about Harper's friendship with Israel, the magazine or the article had a subtitle that read, The Prime Minister's support seems less strategic than a reflection of his deeply held personal beliefs. The following is an excerpt from that article. The political advantage in Canada to such a pro-Israel stance is unclear. Going after the Jewish vote is not great political strategy, says Frum. It's almost a disadvantage, says Dimant. A handful of writings, including key constituencies in Toronto and Montreal, can be tilted by Jewish support, but that's about it. 
in stark electoral terms, Frum says the polls are not what drives Harper's support for Israel. These are his genuine and true and deeply held convictions, and he feels he has no choice, she says. He's not going to take a different position because it's politically advantageous. Indeed, the Prime Minister told the gala audience in Toronto that his affection for Israel comes not from political ambition, but rather his father's own fervent belief in the then-fledging nation. This, I believe, is the truth. Stephen Harper, the Prime Minister of Canada, a nation of the British Commonwealth, supports the state of Israel. Sure, because there are, they are a democracy and have similar values, etc. But Harper is a Christian, and on some level, he has been affected by the word of God. Of that, I have little doubt. The prophecy of Jeremiah in chapter 31 reads in verse 10, Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the isles afar of off, and say, He that scattered Israel will gather him, and keep him as a shepherd doth his flock. The word of the Lord was declared in the isles afar of off, and in particular to Tarshish and her young lions, as they are called in the prophecy of Ezekiel 38. Tarshish clearly refers to Britain, and interestingly, when we look at the result that the English Bible had on Britain and her commonwealth, including the United States, it was simply the, the basis of morals, law, and society as a whole. I was recently in Washington, D.C. when we went to the Library of Congress, and there as you came in is a huge display case containing a copy of the Gutenberg Bible. It is at the center of the American society. And selling in the gift shop were, was facsimile copies of the first book ever printed in North America. And it was the Bay Psalm book, simply the Bible. As for Britain being the Tarshish of the Bible, we are going to somewhat take it for granted, as this subject has been dealt with at length. If you want to look further into it, you can go to the Bible Magazine, Volume 20, Issue Number 3, for a special edition dedicated uh, to the subject. Having said that, when you put the defining characteristics in a list, characteristics such as being a maritime trading power with an empire and a unique long list of metals that could only be mined from her shores, Britain is the only possible choice. And if there was any doubt of who Tarshish was, John Thomas back in the 1800s predicted that Britain would help the Jewish people return to their homeland, based on her being Tarshish. Straight up, he nailed it, leaving no doubt for the role of Britain, uh, that Britain, uh, played in Bible prophecy. Case in point, in 1849, John Thomas wrote, The finger of God has indicated a course to be pursued by Britain which cannot be evaded, and which her counselors will not only be willing, but eager to adopt when the crisis comes upon them. The decree has long since gone forth which calls upon the young line of Tarshish to protect, protect the Jews. Upwards of a thousand years before the, Brit the British were a nation, the prophet addresses them as the power which at eventide should interest themselves in behalf of Israel. And that was written uh, in the book Elpis Israel. A complete article was written uh, on the course which cannot be evaded in issue number one of the Bible magazine this year. And I highly recommend reading it for uh, further information on that particular uh, side of it. That said, it is not just a trait of Britain to protect the Jews, but also a trait of the young lions that stand with her. 
As we know from history, when Britain removed its support of the nation, the United States stepped in. Well, today, as you heard in the opening clips, it seems Canada is stepping in where America is unfortunately slowing down. Canada may not have the military to support Israel as the United States does, but the Prime Minister does not seem to mind speaking out, even if there is a political cost at home. But whether it is Britain, Canada, Australia, or some other part of the British Empire, Israel can expect a level of support. I say that because the effect of the English Bible has been support for the Jews. But what happens when society rejects the Bible? Obama clearly has not been reading the prophecies of Ezekiel lately, for that we can be sure. The truth is that anyone who reads the scripture with an open mind, it's plain to see that the Jewish people are God's chosen people. It's he that's brought them back. It's he that's made them survive 2,000 years of dispersion, survive the Holocaust, and bring them home to their ancient land. And when we consider the following words, we have to remember who it is that orders events in the world. Daniel 7, uh, sorry, Daniel 4, verse 17. The Most High ruleth in the kingdoms of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will, and setteth up over it the basest of men. At this point in history, uh, in history, Israel's friend is Harper. But the problem with that friendship is that Harper is human. It was only this time last year that Harper was rejecting the settlement expansion of the West Bank. The true and only friend that Israel has is the God of Israel. The interesting thing when we consider the prophecy of Ezekiel 38 is that there is much verbal opposition to the invasion of Israel by the Northern Confederacy of Nations, but little military action, it seems. That is, until God steps in. So for now, God has given Israel a friend in Canada, a young lion of the British Commonwealth. And it has been written long ago that the Tarshish power would stand with Israel. And so when we see this today in the news, know that you are witnessing the Bible in the news. We would like to thank all those that support this program. And we would like to remind you that we are coming into a new year. And we encourage you to subscribe to the Bible Magazine on BibleMagazine.com. And if you already subscribe, help us spread the word and order a gift subscription for a friend at a discounted rate. Thanks for joining us this week to hear where the Bible was in the news. You can join us again next week for another edition of The Bible in the News on BibleInTheNews.com.